I'm Dr. Yolanda Sintran. Welcome to Go Natural Dentistry, a Dr. Yoli podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is health and vitality. Here we will be exploring the mouth from the inside out. Make optimum health part of your lifestyle, starting with your mouth. Thank you so much, Dr. Linda Huxtable. I love you and I appreciate you. And you are a whirlwind of information. So we have a lot of topics that we could talk uh, now in the future. So it's going to be hard to keep it short because we're so passionate about what we do. So tell me about you, your background. Okay. So uh, I started my practice i started learning about alternative health from very 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 young age um i basically grew up Mm -hmm. uh using a lot of the things i know today um i was raised on a farm my mother was um didn't they didn't have money so we were raised learning how to do what we're all trying to relearn today composting shearing the sheep making the dye from what we found, um, dyeing the wool, carding the wool, spinning the wool on a spinning a, a spinning machine. We know those old wool spinning things that you see. We actually used ours. Wow. Um, knitting the wool. Everything I made, all my clothes were made from scratch. Every, I even made the patterns. Everything we did, preserving the food. Mm-hmm. That's how I grew up. I went to a one-room schoolhouse. Um, and we use the plants for medicine. If, if you stepped on a nail, you hop down to the house and my mother would use potato or something to draw it out with one of the plants called plantain leaf to draw the infection out. We didn't call a doctor. We, we just, we didn't have the money. We called it for, um, sometimes for the big animals. We had a lot of animals. But um, I had a healthy mistrust when I saw a very healthy horse die in hours after they got a tetanus shot. So, and I, I was very sensitive to all medicines. So I really didn't want anything. I wanted to use plants and food as medicine. And the only people that I could really learn from at that time were people like Adele Davis. Do you remember who she was? No. Well, Adele Davis was one of the first nutritionists in the world. And I basically grew up, you know, sitting by her chair, listening to her. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up, uh, you know, I listened to Dr. Shoup. I listened to Linus Pauling. But they were it. And when I think of where we started and how far we've come, they didn't even know what a biological dentist was. Mm-hmm. They had no idea that mercury was so toxic. Mm-hmm. My mother had a litter of children. She had six children. I was oldest. They took me to the neighboring town, dropped me off, and he filled my mouth full of mercury. He oh, filled wow. every. Yeah, that's the way. It it was so different. Now what we have available, and through understanding thermography and understanding cell and understanding about eating and understanding bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, understanding how and why cancer, which is a metabolic disease, mm-hmm. is so prevalent. Um, we, 
never in my life would I have imagined we, we would have the knowledge that we have today. Never. Mm-hmm. And we all are working together. You know, we have, I have biological dentists across the United States and, um, I thank God every day for them. I couldn't do what I do without people that are as dedicated as you are mm-hmm. to, to help me get people's mouths cleaned up. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah, so I went to a one-room schoolhouse. I was self-taught for a, a lot of my life. Then I went to Yale. I was in the first class of women that went to Yale. That was a horrible experience. I knew I really didn't belong there. I had a very strong relationship, spiritual relationship with God. Uh-huh. And I got my information directly from the source, from him. Right. That's how I, I figured stuff out. Right. And, and he would tell me. Because you know, every world would tell you one thing and God would tell me another thing. Right. I trusted God always, my whole life. So and, God, when you are uh, seeing patients, you're guided intuitively by, by God. That's exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, there's, he knows. He knows what each patient needs. He knows. He's the only healer. He's the true healer. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I believe we have discernment that we have to tap into and we have to, in, in, we have to listen to it. We have to use our God-given gifts to be able to, to, to help people find true healing. But it's every person's relationship with the creator that they're going to find true healing. That's where the healing comes from, not us. We're, we're just tools that that they ha- that help them on this pathway right yeah. so you know you know a lot and you see a lot of patients that have cancer i i'm seeing a lot of young people with cancer oh my gosh more and more yes so i am on a mission uh masi is helping me uh do more podcasts because she has following a lot of people young people following her and there's uh, young people that are influencers that have become my patients. And I am in shock on how sick the young people are. Uh, people with a root canal on a tooth that is linked to the colon with colon cancer. Uh, people with root canals on the front teeth that are connected to the ovaries that have uh, had their endometrium and the ovaries removed. Uh, people that are young in their 20s that have a, a, you know, brain cancer uh, with root canals on the, uh, you know, roots on the brain. So we are like, Masi, you have to really um, spread the information to the young people because, you know, we all people, we are close to dying, but at 20-something, come on. Like, mm-hmm. what have they, they done wrong to deserve to be uh, shortchanged about their lives, you know? Exactly. So we're taking this a little bit more, uh, I'm more passionate because the young people don't deserve this. They, they, they don't. Mercury. What, what, what have we done to them? You know, what kind of world have we left for them? It, the children are getting sick. Right. It's, it's a terrible, terrible situation. And I, I see the same thing you see. I see so many young people with metastatic cancer. I see so many. So tell me, how can we bring hope to these people? What, what would be your approach? What kind of testing, you know, the thermography? Tell me, like, if I was a patient, what would you tell me? Well, 
I do a lot. I, I help, I educate people for everything from what is in their mouth to what they eat to how many times a day they go to the bathroom to do they sweat. I look at everything. Were they vaccinated? Oh, you know, that's just a huge piece of, of the problem, all the vaccinations yeah. we're seeing. Yeah, yeah. And, and we don't um, want to even talk about the new one. Uh, we, that's, it's not a vaccine. The new one is, is, uh, is gene experimentation. It's not a vaccine. But um, the vaccines definitely are a problem. Yeah. I see kids. I have a new patient now. Mm. And her mother, you know, proudly told me she had all the vaccines. She's been autoimmune since she's been six years old. She's had Crohn's disease. Right. And she's in biologics. And they think they're doing a good job. Right. It, it, it's just. And how many vaccines did she get? Like 82? Something like that. She got every single one of them. Yeah. They're by, the time they're six, they, they, by the time they're a teenager, they get, they get in the 80s now. Right. That is horrifying. It's horrifying. If you read what was in those vaccine lists, the lists, you would, you would absolutely, nobody in their right mind would put that into their body. If you read what was in it and looked up right. what was in it, you wouldn't put it in a, in a, in a, in a defenseless human being's body. Right. You wouldn't choose that. What, where, where did people get the idea that they could use toxic things like root canals, like mercury, like dissimilar metals, like all the things that are used, like the vaccines, like glyphosates, like the, the garbage food that they eat, and that the body was not going to shut down in some way, shape, or form and become sick. And what I do is... Um, I'm going to share my screen now. Yeah, show We're us. We're going to try. Goodies, yeah. Show you. Oh, these so can are you the see that? Yeah, I can see the thermography of a patient. Okay, so this is an older thermography, okay. um, but I like it because it really shows the infection that this patient had in his mouth. Yes. And it shows it going down. And this patient has two cancers. He has two primaries. Mm -hmm. And he's been a patient for a long time. And you see it draining down into the neck. Yeah. Okay. And the lymph nodes. Yeah. And now he's, it's, he, he's, he's, he's still not out of the woods. He will always have cancer, but he has a pretty darn good life. So a newer scan. This, this is a newer scan. Uh, and um, okay. the pictures are really great. When we yes. use BTI, and when we you, when we use the, the, this company, which I highly highly recommend because I see these scans every day of my life, and yes. I see them from all different companies. Right. And a lot of them are more like cartoons, so I recommend. Well, what, what is the name of the company? It's Pact P A C T, or or it's also called BTI. It's the BTI. best thermography company out there. There is no other one that is even close. All right. And um, do they have representatives that are doing this thermography in our area here for Lauderdale? Boca? We did. We did have somebody. Christine Schwartz was doing it, and she's just retired. And so we're looking for somebody in your area because I have a lot of patients down there. And what we're having to do is have um, 
represent thermography technicians travel from different places to cover it until we get somebody. So uh, I think Shanna sent you a a little um, description job description. Yes. If you yes. know anyone who's interested, this would be a great job. If if I were younger, I'd probably learn how to do it, but I already do yeah. enough. But yes. it's 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 absolutely a great, 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 great tool. And having patients all over the United States and international, um, I really depend on this to physically see the patient, see their structure. Yeah. We talk about sweating. We talk about, and you can see here, this is classic breast cancer. Yeah. And we pick up breast cancer or other cancers because of, it, of a suspicious pattern of vascular vascularity that has to be there before we get a tumor bigger than a BB. Yeah. Way yeah. before a thermography can pick it up, a mammography. And mammography is outlawed in some countries because of the radiation. It causes breast cancer. Right. I just went to my OBGYN, a new one, and she asked me, when was your last mammography? And she gives me a prescription. I'm like, no, I have been doing thermography. And she's like, that's below the standard of care. You know, what do I say? Radiating somebody with radiation should yeah. be uh, below the standard of care. Exactly. And thermography, you can see things right away, and it's not damaging somebody whatsoever. Well, we so, all need to speak up. Yeah. Well, we got into this situation because yeah. we, we, we thought it was better to, to keep quiet and not. You know what? If people are not open. I was speaking to her, and she shut down. That's what they do, but that's okay. If she shuts down, she shuts down. It's not on you. You're speaking yeah. truth. Right. And, she, and you don't know. It, it's a seed you're planting. You don't know. Maybe right. the next person or the next person or the 15th person will come mm -hmm. in, and they'll realize that. So um, what, what's interesting about this scan is that I had never met this patient. I, I remember who it is now. And I suspected because of what I was seeing in the thyroid and the neck mm -hmm. that the breast cancer was, uh, was, re was related to what was going on in the mouth. And sure enough, she went to a biological dentist. Mm -hmm. She had major massive infection in the mouth. And this is what we find. You know, Dr. Cintron, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. And you can see, you can see, yeah. you can see on this picture, you can see the, toxicity under the axillary space under the armpit on the left mm -hmm. and this is where the lymph is by the side of the breast there adjacent mm -hmm. to the breast mm -hmm. and most of my cancer patients I'll ask them a simple question I say do you sweat and they say no I have never sweat oh, <laughs> I don't sweat right. I'm like you're gonna get breast you're gonna get cancer if you don't have it already because the right. body is made to get rid of toxins through sweating and Absolutely. I explain infrared and why they need infrared uh, therapy did she had a root canal on the number four she, she has a bunch of root canals yeah. and she has a bunch of periodontal infection right it's knocking her thyroid out and she didn't have the money right and she just really didn't want to live badly enough to get it. Um, she just needs to get the teeth out, even, you know, if she doesn't replace them, because it's better to have no teeth 
It's and after you're 100% right. That's what I tell the patients, you know, don't spend the money, just get the teeth out. Mm -hmm. it's, it's better not to have the teeth and the gum infection than to have that give you cancer. You see here the belly, this is called dysbiosis. Right. And it's swelling, she's a very thin person. Yes. And this is swelling because of a, di of an, of a, of a uh, dysbiosis in the microbiome. And she has very poor circulation through the backs of the arms, through the mm -hmm. buttocks. You see the hands, there's no circulation in the hands. Yeah. And when we step back and look, you can see not only is, is um, her whole alignment is off, and the alignment is very important to consider but um, for many reasons, but we see the, the, t the complete lack of uh, lymphatic movement in the supraclavicular area and how it's knocking the thyroid out. And many, many, many years ago, I remember reading a study showing that people with uh, that did not have hypothyroidism managed had a 50% higher mortality rate from of dying from all types of death from metastatic cancer. Right. We ha and and at that time I was doing basal metabolism with it, which is the thermometer under your armpit mm -hmm. first thing in the morning before you move, because fully one third of normal thyroid tests are not correct. They eventually finally named a new disease called subclinical hypothyroidism. Mm -hmm. And what I found was just doing a simple basal metabolism test, doing the mean of using a thermometer in the under the axillary space first thing in the morning and doing it for a number of days, five days, two weeks. And then I add them all up and divide it by the number, take the average or the mean. And I can tell if there is a metabolic disorder. If you are not a 97.8 or above, nine, you know, right around there, mm -hmm. your thyroid isn't working. You're not. Do, did you burn a wood for, you probably didn't coming from Puerto Rico, but I grew up and we burned wood for, for heat. Mm -hmm. And one thing we didn't do was put, cardboard or Christmas paper in and expect not to have a lot of soot and smoke and chimney fire. We burned hardwood, right? It's the same thing with your thyroid. If you're not producing this heat, if you're not producing enough cellular energy, mm -hmm. your cells are programmed to divide. You have a metabolic disease. Those cells are going to divide whether they divide as healthy human cells or as cancer cells. If they divide, if they can't divide as healthy human cells because the mitochondria are not producing the energy, then what's going to happen is they're going to divide according to a very old method of, of cell division called anaerobic glycation or anaerobic fermentation, and that is cancer. And how do we know that this is happening? This is really interesting. We look at something, oh dear, oh, here it is, called a spectrocell. So when I look at like a life extension or a lab core or something like that, and I see the, um, boy, is this big now, huh? 
I and love, I feel I love that they get a little sale. smaller. We're I love the sale because it tells you at the cellular level. It tells you what's getting into the cells. Yeah. So when you look at like a lab core test and it's showing, oh, and the doctor calls the patient and says, oh my God, your vitamin D is so high. You're, you're going to get vitamin D toxicity. And then I turn around and they're a cancer patient or another sick patient and I look at their vitamin D and it is so low because... Your body's using you, it. Your body's using it. The only place it can be used is inside the cell. And if the lipid membrane isn't functional, mm -hmm. which we know by looking at the things like serine, oleic acid, uh, here, here uh, different things that make up the, um, the, the lipid membrane, if that membrane that surrounds every single cell isn't letting vitamin D or vitamin B or whatever in, it's like a key in a lock system, it's going to, B12 is, a, is one that I see all the time, off the chart high. When I see it high, I know that that person usually has a B12 deficiency. I know it's not getting into the cell. Right. And what happens when you get a B12 deficiency? So this was a test. This person lives outside of the country. Uh-huh. I see a lot of B12 deficiency on people with mercury. You see it because... Uh, because We're not yeah. methylating. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We see it here. I like the old I way... I want to go and do my spectrocell right now. <laughs> I like the Mom, old way... Put me, spectrocell up. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing mine right now. So this right. woman has the lowest... This is three tests in one. Uh -huh. It's the, the spectrocell. Make it bigger. Make it bigger. I want it bigger again? Oh, boy. We look at the spectra cell. We look, yeah. at the, um, we look at the functional deficiencies. Yeah. She's got a lot. Glutathione, that's your body's major antioxidant. And her, her immunodex is, is a functional deficiency. I've never seen this before. Her mm -hmm. low oleic acid, her spectrox, she's very, very deficient. And borderline deficiencies. Yeah. So then we go down. And the spectrox and the immunodex are done. Mm -hmm. They're separate tests. It's not just a compilation of the numbers of your antioxidants or the, the, the micronutrients that help your immune system function. These are separate tests. What they do is they put your cells into Petri dishes, and then they introduce an oxidative challenge. Think rust. And they measure your cell's ability to resist that oxidative challenge. Mm -hmm. And this patient, you see red. You know, you want to at least see it in the yellow and, and, and hopefully in the green. Yeah. And her immune function, this is um, all the way over to the right. Her age um, is 60. So her immune function should be up almost uh, 68 and, the, and who does this test? It's sick people, right? Where right. do the ranges come from on all these tests? From the sick people. From the sick people. You want it healthy. So I get people up at 83, 84, who are this age. Right. This is where I get them to. She is she's high risk for right. anything happening to her. Mm -hmm. If it was any lower, they wouldn't have been able to do this test because they couldn't have gotten the lymphocytes to respond to the mitogen stimulation, and I would have gotten a notice. Right. Okay? So then we look 
at all of her, her vitamins. This is the old, old way of, of giving us the information. I like it the best. And you can see she, she, wants to be, she wants to be up in the green with this little dot. And you can see some of it is borderline. Some of Her B12 is okay. She's supplementing with B12. Her B1, however, isn't. Then what I do, her D2, D3 is low. Her A and K2, these are all part of what grows healthy bones. You have to have all of this to grow healthy bones. It's not the calcium. She's also uh, insulin resistant and her um, antioxidants are very low. Then, this is so brilliant. They just started doing this. If you haven't had one recently? No, I haven't. Does. I'm going to get it done tomorrow. Is it tells you? I used to do that, that test here, um, but we stopped doing them. But yeah, you should do, do it. Yeah, this is absolutely. so good. It gives you the Krebs cycle. So right. say this was your test. I would say this says Yolanda Cintron's Krebs cycle. Yeah. And what it gives you is the hardware, the, yeah. the, the acetyl-CoA, the citric acid cycle, and it spits out, what, 39 molecules of ATP is what the mitochondria are supposed to – well, every place that you see a yellow yeah. or a red – She's efficient, so the cycle doesn't go through. Exactly. So she has no energy and she's tired. She has no energy. And in cancer patients, full-blown cancer, I often see all of the citric acid cycle, no green in it at all. So um, this is so fascinating. And so when, when you think of it this way, mm. are you a victim of cancer? If I can show you this, mm -hmm. you make the choice. You make the choice. It's not like walking down the beach on a bright sunny day and an airplane comes down and cuts you down. Right. You know, you're pretty much a victim there. Right. Um, you are not a victim if you understand Warburg's theory of disease. Cancer is a metabolic disease. Mm -hmm. Your cells are either going to have enough ATP to divide or mm -hmm. they're not. This is a simplified Krebs cycle and the abbreviation key is at the bottom. Yeah. then it shows you your methylation cycle. So you deal with this all yeah. the time. You said something very important. B12 is absolutely necessary. Remember in Europe when they used B12 as a, a mercury chelator? Right. Cyanocobalamin was one of our first mercury chelators. And now, of course, we have methylmercury. But this methylation, detoxification, cellular adaptability, gene regulation happens inside of every single cell, and it happens in the liver. And it, it's going to determine neurotransmitter synthesis. It's going to determine everything. And I go through this, and look at that's glutathione here, GSH. See that? Yeah. That's your body's major antioxidant. So she's in big trouble. And then it gives you... And I print out for them the supplemental information so they can look up their own borderline. Right. And you can get that from SpectraCell. But let's go down another one she was deficient in. Um, she had a, uh, a functional deficiency with glutathione. And they get to read. I ask them. I tell them, you, you read why you need glutathione. Right. And you begin reading why you need glutathione, and you're like, well, you can't really live without enough glutathione. And um, 
so anyway, this is this is this is great, and she's okay. deficient in the Unidex as well. So say this patient had a mouth full of mercury, and uh, we got it out, and uh, they are doing the spectrocell. What would be your detox uh, protocol for this particular sixty-year-old that uh, thinks that it was the uh, bioidentical hormones? Oh well, I'd have to uh, question her uh, a lot. I I look at each person, and and I decide where where they got what what's going on with them. Where is their toxicity? So I start with doing a health assessment questionnaire and I do a graph mm -hmm. and I'm able to see which systems are the most symptomatic subjectively. Mm -hmm. And that enters into my thinking for every single person, it's different. And so um, like if she's got root, does she have root canals? She says, no, I haven't seen it, but most probably okay. she has something that's dead in her mouth. Yeah. So now, when we do this DNA connections test, which you've seen, you know, this test, we do this every day on the root canal teeth. We exactly, and you can yeah. do it on a non-vital tooth as well. Yes. Right. Yeah, we do so it this uh, for the gums as well. We do uh, collect the bacteria of periodontal disease. We send it. Yeah. So, this reads uh, like a horror story. Yeah. On these people, but and you first Well, go ahead. Yeah, I see the fusobacterium bacteria that's connected to the cancer a lot it is there's a lot of things connected to cancer yeah. and there's also parasites and there's viruses there's pathogenic bacteria and streptococcus which which goes to the heart right. um so so you ask them how long do you think mm. these pathogens stay in that root canal tooth or in the mouth wherever you find them Mm -hmm. Not, not you know, maybe one nanosecond. They they spread throughout the body. They get into the bloodstream. They go wherever they they go and do their their work. Wherever they're wherever they're commonly found, and they like to colonize to be able to grow healthily. Whether it be the heart, whether it be causing cancer in some place, whether it be creating a brain lesion, whether it's creating each one of these has a different preferable area of the of the body to go and do damage to and it, they don't just stay in your mouth that's what people think it goes to the stomach and it changes the the um biofilm on the stomach so right there everything is going to be whacked out in the intestine exactly here's an amoeba species this is a parasite yeah those are bad they're bad. She They're has really bad. 14.10, which is a very dangerous level. Anything over nine is going to be on the dangerous High risk. Level. High yeah. risk. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so we see a lot of this. We see if my dentists don't have the cytomegaly virus, you know, that's uh, one of the herpes virus. This has mm -hmm. been linked to cancer. Um, right. You know, it's 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 a real problem because people people think their dentists are doing a good job, mm -hmm. and they like their they'll they'll always tell me, "Oh, my dentist is great. Mm -hmm. I love my dentist." Right. You don't go to a doctor because you like the doctor. Right. You go to the doctor because he's supposed to be trying to save your life. 
Exactly. Going to a, to a dentist who doesn't know, mm-hmm. who has not had biological training is like asking a mouse to guard your cheese. Right. You know, you're going to lose your cheese, right? right? This is way point. more important. Yeah. So, you know, whether it's sweating, whether it's a ketogenic diet, and I've been studying for this past year on uh, the carnivore diet, which has really been challenging for me mm-hmm. because I was a vegetarian. But what I have observed is probably close to 90% of my patients mm-hmm. are vegans or vegetarians. And um, I've learned a lot when I first came across the body of knowledge of, of being a carnivore. I dismissed it. You know, vegetables are important, right? That's what we learn. That's what we're taught. Mm -hmm. But look at all that we are taught that we've had to give up and go beyond. I'm sure you started placing mercury in people's mouths, right? 32 years ago, yes. Look what we've had to give up. And I think of the damage that I did. Thank God I didn't vaccinate my children. Thank God I I was led in a different direction. Mm -hmm. But... I was a vegetarian. I, you know, was a raw foodist. When I first started treating cancer, we didn't even call it cancer. We called it the C word. And Dr. Gerson was the only person in the world treating it. So mm-hmm. I spent my life juicing and, and growing wheatgrass and growing broccoli sprouts. And now what I have found out about the toxins in plants Right. And what I have been able to relate it to as far as the hypothyroid disease and the uh, uh, brassica vegetables the, or the cruciferous, as more, more people are um, accustomed to calling them cruciferous, what it does to the thyroid, um, the isothiocyanates that interfere with proper thyroid function that are in all these things that we thought. And you know what really kind of, termed me because I am I would be happy as a vegetarian I don't like meat and I eat meat every single meal and I've cured myself of so many things reluctantly right reluctantly. you have tried all the diets Dr. Hatsubul I have tried every single thing and I really don't like meat but I eat every meal grass-fed grass-finished I eat two meals a day I'm a carnivorous keto person and um, and I I have not come by it easily. I've come by it kicking and screaming. When I started thinking about the pesticides, the, the uh, what about pesticides? Are you um, opposed to the be- the vegetables because of pesticides and all that? No, oh well, I only eat organic. I only eat organic, and I wash them well. But the the thing is that what they what they contain the, the plants don't want to be eaten and they produce something called phytoalexins uh which are chemicals to ward off uh infestation by fungus and viruses and to and insects and to prevent animals which the humans are an animal from eating them and the animals with the with the stomachs like the cows that have four stomachs, they're meant to go out every day and eat every, all these wonderful plants. They know what plants to eat and they get B12 and they get vitamin D from the sun. And for 
for what? Two million years. People ate animals. Our ancestors ate animals, and they were robust, 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 robust. They went through famine and all kinds of things. They slept on the ground. They, they, they were, went through heat, through cold, through... They, we're, we're wimps compared to what our ancestors were. Right. We're frail, frail little somethings. <laughs> yeah. We we're, can't get out of our air conditioning or, you know, we yeah. might die. You know, and, and I go to two yoga studios and one of them is not hot yoga. The other one, one is hot yoga and it's at least 105 in there. And man, I, I'm drenched and nobody complains about the heat and we're all blessed to be sweating. I go to this other studio and everybody talks about them having themselves having cancer, all the people in it. Wow. And they do not want to sweat. Ooh. They do not want one drop of sweat. If they get one drop of sweat, they tell the teacher to turn the air up. Right. Sweating is good. That uh, The skin is the biggest detox organ in your entire body. That's exactly right. So yeah. the animal, so, so our ancestors grew these big brains when they ate animal, animals. And what did they prize? They prized the fat and the organ meats, the two things we're told not to eat. Mm. Everything we've, we've been taught, basically, we have to give up. Mm-hmm. We have to reinvent, rethink think of the myth. And when you look at what's happening in the world, you really see how we have been so misled. And when you talk about mm-hmm. the children that are sick, and they're all vegetarian, and they're taking birth control pills, oh, yeah. and they're using scented products, and they're, they don't know anything about keeping their bodies healthy. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And they're eating glyphosates, and they're getting vaccines. Or fast food. We have the, the young people with the teeth rotting because they're drinking soda or Sprite or any of these carbonated drinks with sugar, and the teeth are melting away. They'll I, melt away. Funny. Fluoride, the fluoride. The yeah. Everything rotting away. The gums rotting away. The teeth rotting away. Uh, the organs. It, it's just like we want to shake them. Well, we have to rethink everything. That's for sure. It's not easy. It's very challenging. Yeah. Um, Learning new ways of eating better. So, you know, who do you believe nowadays with all the different diets and all the different um, contradictory uh, messages about diet? Do you do, um, according to blood types, anything? Oh, no, no. That's it. That, that I did years ago, probably... 30 years ago, that's pseudoscience. That's not based on science whatsoever. The reason the O's did so much better was because that was closest to the carnivore diet. You know, they eat a lot of meat, but you know, I'm very uh, didactic, very firm as far as what kind of meat. It has to be grass-fed, grass-finished, because if the cows are fed corn or if they're fed junk, their lipid profile skews and you get too many omega-6s and then you start getting inflammation. So I teach grass-fed, grass-finished everything, pasture-raised, the heritage breeds of the pork, the chickens are all in the pasture, running around, getting sunlight, pecking in the dirt. Dirt's a good thing. Right. Uh, You know, I've, Zach Bush is like a son to me. 
And I adore him. The work he's doing is so far-reaching. He's teaching us about the benefits of viruses and parasites and everything that inhabits us that helps us to, to, uh, to be stronger. Our genes to, to grow into making us stronger. Mm -hmm. And he's uh, all about the soil and about sustainable farming. And that's the way that the, the, the scope that I have moved into and really working on uh, with a lot of people to change their mind about eating meat. It's a very hard thing. It was for me when I first heard of this, I just wrote the people off as being morons. <laughs> I hate to admit that. Well, no, I, I went to dinner with you once and you were a vegetarian and we were no, feeling... No, guilty. not when you knew me. <laughs> I wasn't. I was a vegetarian way back. When I was a kid, I was a vegetarian. No, when, when I, after I had my twins, I was as well because I was skin and bones. But I started eating meat because everybody told me I looked like I was, you know, uh, I, I was one of those skinny African children and I was going to die. And so I started eating meat a long time ago. I became awesome. keto a I long time ago. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So before we wrap it up, doctor, any recommendations for our patients in, in terms of detox? You know, what would be um, any protocols that you feel fond about uh, that you have? I love the infrared sauna. I love infrared sauna. I think if you do not have an infrared sauna and can't get to one, there's a sauna bag now on the market called My High that's wonderful, but the infrared saunas are great. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, getting the mercury out, doing that Quicksilver test to see what their heavy metals look like. Yeah. Um, switching to keto because you're building up a carnivore keto diet. You're building what you need as far as the cells. You're healing your cells from the inside, from the lipid membranes. You're getting what you need. You need the micronutrients. So it's not so much about and if, when you look at, the, at Christopher Shade's mercury test, yeah. one of the great things about that is so many people try to detox when they, do, when they have challenged pathways of uh, detoxification, like um, they do not t detox through their, through their hair and skin or they do not detox through their kidneys. You know, and you see, it doesn't matter if this person is on a good detox program they're not going to detox you need to do spectra cell you need to work with somebody who can evaluate your micronutrient status and make sure that you're detoxing and make sure that your organs are working and going to take these things out of your body not just bring the garbage to the door and dump it right exactly and i see that a lot people getting weaker you know they are having protocols that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if, if they don't have their pathways open, that's right. They get out, and then they get dizzy, migraine headaches. They feel weak. They exactly. go active. They go into, you know, a, a rhythms of the heart that are fast, and things like that. It's toxicity and imbalance of um, of um, electrolytes and magnesium deficiency. We've got to look at the micronutrient status, and we've got to correct that in people so that their bodies have what they need to work with to go through the detox. So 
Yeah, just work with somebody who really knows what they're doing is the best idea. <laughs> awesome. If you can find somebody, right? Yes. So we know you're very successful in what you do. We appreciate your time. I know that you're a universe of knowledge and you're a great doctor, very passionate. So Masi is going to be posting your information, your website and your phone number on the podcast. I love you. I, thank I love you, you too. Thank you I for thank the great you. work you do. Thank you so much for everything that you do and keeping yourself in the cutting edge of helping people. And uh, I want people to be able to uh, have access to you. So we're going to post all your information on our uh, com podcast. Sounds great. I love God you. God bless you. God bless Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. And I hope you join us again. I'm Dr. Yolanda Centron, and you have been listening to Go Natural Dentistry, a Dr. Yoli podcast. Visit GoNaturalDentistry.com for more information on biological dentistry and DrYoli.com to subscribe for more updates on holistic health. Join me next time for another podcast. Thank you for listening.